Hello, my name is Peter Hellier. I am the creator of Air to Date, and today is the final uh, podcast and for the final episode of our series, It's a Date, and we have our most special guest, our <laughs> VIP. Usually we have a writer or a, a, a star of the episode. We have ignored that for the head honcho, the, the CEO, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the executive producer of It's a Date, Laura Walters. Yes! God, pressure. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for stepping out of the Crystally Juggernaut, which is about to launch around the world. Everyone's oh very excited God. about that. Oh, my God. Yep. For our I'm little... my head back into it's a date land. Just for one last time. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully not the last time. No. Well, last but... time for Series 1. But, yeah. Um... Last time for Series 1. So this episode is about age and does age matter, and it stars Ross Noble and Ian Smith, who many people may know as Harold from Neighbours, and it also stars... Uh, Heidi Volkenberg, a young actress uh, who we'll speak about a, a bit soon, and uh, Peter Rosorn, who people will know from Kath and Kim and, and well, many, many, many other things. Um, and it was a, it's, it's, it's a fun episode. But Very fun episode. Before we kind of get to uh, talking about the, uh, this particular episode, maybe we should... You know, talk about the whole, the bigger picture of it today. Because yeah. you've been there from the start. <laughs> you were there on a plane from Brisbane to Melbourne when I said to you, so, but I'll have an idea. And what basically happens is every time I come into the princess office, which is, you know, often every day, uh, sometimes, you know, a few times a week, um, or I'll give you a call and yeah. I go, I have, I have a new idea. Yep. And then I have another idea yep. and I have a different idea. And then I scrap those ideas and come up with a different idea. Yep. And I I get impatient. Why aren't we doing any of my ideas? And so, well, it's like, there's you... too many. <laughs> it's too many. Yeah. And you will eventually sit me down yeah. and on a whiteboard. Like a mother with a child with ADD and say, you need to settle down yeah. and you need to choose Heat. one. That's right. You need to choose an idea. A and that's chamomile the... tea. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. 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 It's kind of fun. The whiteboard session's fun. Yes. It's fun to erase them and then get down it's sort of like Australian Idol or something <laughs> yes. yeah. it's time to go <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's time to go testicle idea damn and it channel 7 picked it up and it was a ratings juggernaut um <sighs> Yeah, so you and and uh, and so I, I said to you, we're coming back from uh, we did a, a film Maybe together. I love you too. Yes. Um, which, if you haven't seen, if you enjoyed it to date, oh, you can yeah, probably you find it pretty cheaply uh, I now. Love, I love you too. Yeah, we're very proud of it. It stars uh, um, Brendan Cowell, Yvonne Strahovski, Peter Dinklage, pre Game of Thrones, Brady Carter, Chubby McMahon, Megan Ryan, Megan 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 Gale, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan. I didn't see that. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it, it, was that your American version? It, it, was, it was the American version. Um, Megan Gale. Megan Gale is uh, is uh, in it. Uh, I think that's Eddie Vaughn, Eddie Ostrowski. Um, so uh, check that out. But we were coming back from a movie conference. So you go to the. We went to the Gold Coast, yes. where they had a Billy Drode show had their day to present to the movie exhibitors. Yes. And we presented a little clip of "I Love You Too." Yeah. Um, and uh, it we went, got to sit next to Jeffrey Rush. Well, that's right. I had to perform. Brand new day. Well, yeah, well, I had to <laughs> present the clip for "I Love You Too" and do like a little ten minute, basically a stand up spot. Yeah, you did a tight five. I did a tight five <laughs> with Jeffrey Rush in the wings, and I, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I had met him very briefly a couple of times. And I've met yeah. him. I've met him a few times since, and he's been he's, he's lovely. But he's Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. So it's pretty. Um, 
it's pretty intimidating. And it's intimidating to sit next to him while you're watching his movie. <laughs> so I think I was laughing really hard. <laughs> I was making an extra effort. <laughs> well, I heard of somebody who, when Quentin Tarantino was in Melbourne for the film festival, he was introducing Inglorious Bastards. And there was a seat, like, it was a sold out event, obviously, but there was one seat right in the middle. And as he's introducing, you know, he had a spotlight on him, he just starts walking up the row. And then he kind of starts walking into the row with the microphone still on. And he said, anyway, so I hope you enjoy my movie. And, and, the, and he sat down oh. right in the middle. I thought, imagine sitting next to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Like, he, he would ride every... He knows exactly where he wants those laughs and those thrills and spills, and that, that, that would be pressure. Oh, that's pressure. Yeah. Well, I had to... I think I've told you this story, but I had to once go to a movie premiere, like, in L.A., and I was sitting next to the agent of the guy who'd written it. And so... And the movie was a comedy, but I was not finding it funny. But I was having to, like, fake laugh because I knew the guy. <laughs> so I was like, ah! Well, I'm not good at really faking anything. <laughs> so at one point, I just, I came up with this method where I would just shake my shoulders. <laughs> and I thought, I didn't have to make any fake. Just shake my shoulders. And I thought, he'll think I'm laughing because he won't be looking at me. And I think I got away with it. <laughs> But yeah, it's pressure. It is. It is pressure. Uh, so we're coming back from this uh, on the plane, and I said, "Listen, I have this idea. It's about dating, and, and uh, you know, I think you know we could and have getting all different people. Different people. So it's not a regular cast. And then so we wrote down like as many different yeah, kinds of dates. Yeah, that's right. As you could. Some of them have probably happened. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, there's stuff like you know. Uh, these were like the same orcs, you know, blind dates, yeah. internet dates, double dates, arranged dates. But we came up with about 40, yeah, 45. And les- gay and lesbian dates, absolutely, which we've, we've covered. And we'll, we'll, well, we didn't really cover it as in yeah. this is our gay date. <laughs> this, this is our gay date. <laughs> this is our lesbian date. There will be. Damn, we can't do that again. Yeah. But we, we obviously want, did want to make sure we did, you know, uh, have yeah. uh, gay and lesbians represented. And, and then the idea kind of just got put on the, um, the back burner. I'm not even sure why why that happened because you rang me either. one day out of the blue like a year or two later and said um, we well, we caught we caught up for a, a, a coffee and you said a dating um, show yeah let's do that let's do that now the time has come yeah but then it was like but how is it gonna be what is what's it gonna be yeah and then I think we talked about the idea of like what if because we could kind of see how it would work you know as a format almost yeah. But it was like, how can we kind of take it up a level or make it more interesting to produce? Because you've got all different casts, a different cast for every episode. Yeah. And then the idea was also like, who's going to write it? And and you might have different writers. And, and so, yeah. So then it was the idea of, well, what if we made it really organic? Yeah. And we got people involved. So we get the cast <laughs> involved in at the writing stage yeah so that their lives and some of the things they're thinking about and can become a sort of organic part of what their story is on screen yeah and it just it was an exciting idea but i was never sure if it was gonna work <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you told me that now let's tell you that now yeah uh... because i didn't know if people would come in and be really precious about it or well it's funny uh, you know we didn't know until it went to air whether it was going to work and thankfully you know it has and and but you were very good at 
going, okay, what is going to hold these episodes together? And we chatted about yeah. maybe doing it in a way where we have watch, look at one date and then halfway through the episode we just go to the other date, having them separate. But we, oh, we yeah. I think we pretty quickly agreed that it felt better to have them into cut so we yeah. can play with time and, and all of that. But you were very good at kind of going, okay, but there needs to be a purpose. Yeah. There needs to be a purpose to this show. Yeah. And at some points I'm like, oh, why does it need to be a purpose? <laughs> Bloody purpose. The purpose is dating and it's going to be funny and it's going to be <laughs> what heartbreaking. Else do you want? Come on. <sighs> and then and then we got we stumbled on the idea, well maybe we should ask if we ask a question, yes. you know, and we, we, we address all the topics that people, you know, uh, think about when it comes to dating. And it was even a talk at a time of actually having real people kind of, you know, little snippets oh, throughout yeah, the episode I of about that idea. Yeah, of people kind of, you know, going, Well, you know, like actually like an expert a dating expert answering the question yeah it's kind of almost like the way the section of in the first series they would have they would cut to people kind of talking about i think I issues and that stuff idea. Like that. yeah we should think about that yeah uh but i mean i i, I think in the end time we are so oh, yeah. even though we have god bless the abc 27 27 and a half minutes um it's always tightening we it up. always yeah there's always stuff that misses out so yeah um so that happened, and then yeah, we did a pilot, and we got John Wood and Denise Scott and Luke McGregor and Sibylla Budd, who uh, we you're laughing because of uh, Luke McGregor, um, because there was a rumor man crush. There was a rumor that I was only doing this series to get Luke McGregor on television. Yeah, or in the room. Yeah, or in the room. <laughs> yeah, I think there. It's not really a romance. It's a man crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have a big soft spot for, uh, for Luke. I, I saw him on Channel 31 and I thought, that guy. That's special. That guy. <laughs> but that was the most fun, I think, almost ever that I've had developing something was in that very beginning, like you and Ryan and me and, yeah. and that cast. Yeah. It was just so funny and so fun and kind of kicking around the ideas that eventually became the series. And it was because we had no idea whether the cast really were going to be happy to kind of consult yeah. with us and, and collaborate. Um, and I remember the first one with John and Denise, I think it was. And it probably did take a while because I think they were sitting there kind of wondering why they were there. And, yeah. You know, is, it, is this an audition? Is this a, we, we had to tell them, <laughs> no, you've got, you are, there's no, this is, the role's yours. Yeah. We're just here to kind of, you know, mine you for information. And, and um, if you want to suggest something, if it, it could be a name. Yeah. And, and that's when John said, I would like my name to be Rex King. And it became a <laughs> running gag in that episode. King and King. I think uh, Denise said, I would like to have red hair. I've never had red hair in an episode. But, oh, yeah. We, we didn't end up doing that because I think, think I might be wrong, but I think it was like she had something else she had she to do. Shooting, so shooting, yeah. winners and losers, maybe I think. Yeah. Um, so she, we, we couldn't do that, but it was it, it was a lot of fun. And I think it really shows. I've been noticing just watching the series even go to air. I think you can. There's something about it where you can tell that the people involved, that the cast, are really connected to the stories, and they understand what's behind every line and what the purpose is mm, yeah. <laughs> for them to be there. Yeah. I think that more than if we just had written the scripts and hired them in. Because for an actor to have to kind of understand what's behind the writing is a complicated thing and to do quickly, it's hard. But this yeah. cast really understand their motivation behind Absolutely. all and, of it. And, and it's we, big. Well, on the day, I directed two episodes, um, Honesty and, and, and Sex, um, and we... we rarely go together. We, <laughs> no, yeah. they should never be linked. Um, but we, very rarely, and I, I don't think Jonathan had too much of it as well. Like, very, very few discussions on the day about motivation 
motivations and, and yeah. this is where you, you, know, you need to be. Like the crudest, we, we shot most of it uh, in order. Um, so I think that helps. Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as the, you know, on, the, on the day. And then, because Ryan, Ryan Shelton is the, is the Ryan we're speaking of and he wrote the oh, pilot. Yeah. And then we would have happily written the whole thing with Ryan. Yeah. But then he, he uh, was had to do Hamish and Andy uh, as Gap Year. So it was, and I've said Bloody this before, Asia. and I've said this to Ryan, it was a blessing in disguise because we kind of went, well, who are we going to write with? And then we just said, well, why don't we like having a different cast each week, have a different co-writer each week? And yeah. it was great. We, we you so know, great. We had people like Justin Hamilton, Kate Landbrook, Phil Lloyd, um, Tony Moclair, Tony Moclair, Stephen Gates, Ross Noble, uh, who's in this episode, and, and uh, Tony Moclair and Ross Noble co-wrote this episode that you're about to see. Um, and it was a great way to work. It was so great. And the criteria was great for the writers, which was basically you didn't have to really have experience writing narrative comedy, but you had to, it had to be somebody that you could laugh with in the room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that be... was like the best criteria. Yeah. It had to be fun. Yeah. We have a no wanker policy and um, <laughs> that had to be just really fun and, 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 and we would laugh. We would laugh a lot, you know, and, and Jess Harris and Lawrence Mooney, the other two that I, uh, I think I, I left off. But um, uh, yeah, so it has been fun. Then maybe we should chat a little bit more specifically okay. about this yes. episode. Oh my God. Yep. The last one. We um, saved the weirdest for the last, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we won't give anything away. We did. We'll talk more about what some of the things that happen in this episode. There's a lot going on in this episode, but we might just chat about the cast um, uh, starting with Ross Noble and how he came on board. Um, yeah. So there, there were people that we did target early on to kind of say we would like you to be in this episode. And um, Well, we had a no audition policy early on. That's right. Well, <laughs> that, well so everyone, nobody on the dates. Yeah. Um, besides Sophie Cussworth last week, he played their 18-year-old fan oh, yeah. of, of the pig. But out of the other 32 people on the, on the dates, none of them auditioned. No. From Luke McGregor to Ronnie Chang. <laughs> to nobody audition. And there were times when we almost started wearing it as a badge of honour. It was just like, but there were times that we would go, are we doing the right thing? Or maybe we should. Are we just being lazy? Are we just, is it too, is this? Save the budget a little bit. I I said to Ronnie during the week, I said, I did rock up the day you were shooting and I thought, I hope we've done the right thing. You'd never acted before. I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, here we go. Um, but I think having them in the writing process helped that too. Yeah. Because they understood, like, this is what you're here to do. Yeah. And they were invested in, in yeah. the ideas. And- so we approached a few people. Uh, Asha Ketty, we approached. Uh, Sean McHale, if we, we approached. And we should point out that the episode involving uh, Michael and Allison, which is Heidi Valkenberg and Peter Rosethorn, is based on his idea. He yes. came in and we, we said, let's have a coffee. And he came in and uh, we said, we're doing this show. He goes, well, I've got an idea for you straight away. And, it's like, <laughs> and he told us and we're just like silent. Going, Wow. <laughs> Are you sure you want to give us that idea? And he said, "Yeah, absolutely." And um, and and I said, "Do you want to, do you want to yeah. co-write it with us?" And then he said, "No, no, that's you know, you take it, you take it, and and you run with it." And um, and so I co- I wrote that with Tony Moclair. Um, and Pete, uh, Sean had plenty of uh, of input. Unfortunately, uh, his scheduling for Mr. and Mrs. Murder got intense, yeah, and we both tried to make it work, uh, but we couldn't. So we had to uh, uh, recast. And, and and Peter Rosalind does an amazing job. I'm sure yeah. you'll agree. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's. You know, I want to make sure that people know that uh, that I, this idea is a, a sh- based on the Sean McAuliffe idea. Yes. 
Um, and he's very generous to. Uh, <laughs> and to, it is of Sean McCaleb. You, you, you understand it. You yeah. understand that it. It, it comes from Sean. But uh, getting back to Ross, so Ross, we did also. I did the Working Dog production of pictures oh, uh, yeah, of you. That's and right. The, on that night, there was a record, a double record. Um, I did mine with Megan Washington, and Ross did his with Elaine Beachley. And I was catching up with Ross um, in the green room, and I said, "We're doing this show. Explain the concept to him. Is there anyone you would like to work with? Who would you like to go on a date?" with and straight away like after just hearing the concepts without a breath straight away Ian Smith and I must have had a bit of a I was taken aback and I think he, that he was just, the purpose yeah he just, he just nodded at me and went yeah Harold from there just, and I, I just laughed so much and I said if we can make that happen while you're in town if we get in touch with Ian Smith and he wants to do it would you would you fly back for it from the UK and he goes yeah I'll do it. So we met. <laughs> but then you know what? It was like you told me and I said, we cannot. Well, first of all, I have to declare Ross Noble. I'm like, he's like beyond my Luke McGregor. I like, <laughs> I like worship Ross Noble. I go to his, his show every year. I, I'm like a massive fan. Yeah. But when you told, I was like, we can't, we like, we don't have the budget to fly Ross Noble back. Like, I don't, and the timing and, you know, I put yeah. my producer hat on. I was like, this can never work. <laughs> I was going to say, Ross Noble and Ian Smith, you realise what this is. I know, but you know. And then we met him and and, and talked about it. And and the second, you know, I was like, this is definitely going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, we'll find the money from somewhere. We will find it. There's no catering, but Ross Noble is definitely going to be on the show. Yeah, that's why there's one episode where it's just two people at the table for the entire day. Um, So, uh, yeah, me and Ross then met Ian in a foyer. And Ian got lost on the way. So it was like, like, was like two hours late? This is me and Ross uh, talking. And Ian came in was dreadfully apologetic and, and, oh, yeah, uh, and, and a bit right. flustered. And he just wanted to know that one, we weren't going to take the piss out of the elderly, and two, uh, we weren't going to take the piss out of uh, uh, gay people. And we said that's certainly not our intention. Um, and uh, he said, "Yep, I'm in." He was thrilled. Like, I think he gave his him cred around the Christmas table that he was going to work with Ross Noble. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was very very into it um and so then i ross co-wrote that episode with me we, we co-wrote over skype uh, yeah. and this basically had meetings and, and brainstormed over skype and then i'd go away right and send the notes over to ross and he would make comments and feedback and and it was, it was a lovely lovely way to work um i do remember one point because uh, the two characters meet on grinder in a bowling alley yeah. where we had to kind of go do we have is this Maybe Ross, can you download Grinder and just find out what happens and how it works? Just make sure. And he's like, oh, I think you should. I think you should. So we eventually asked somebody, and they said, yeah, that's kind of it. And then the art department basically take it away. But we, at the writing stage, all we needed was the basic idea of how, yeah. how it works. But we wanted to make sure we got that right, you know. And we're very. It's funny when Ross was coming to shoot it. I think the whole the crew were like, oh, Ross and Herbert, this is we're going to do overtime here because he will oh, be crazy. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he will add lib and. And uh, you can, you can, no point bringing the scripts, guys. Noble's in town, yeah, and I was right. like, you'd be surprised. Like every word, yeah, writing yeah. with with Ross. Uh, you know, even I was surprised. I've known Ross for you know fifteen years now. That he very much into the detail. Yeah, uh, you know, every little detail he um he was across, and, uh, and I, I think that people. must be. I I think improv improv like that is much more reliant on detail and structure probably than it looks 
Yeah, yeah. You know, no one can really throw themselves out there with nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's the skill is to make it look like that. Absolutely. <laughs> and no, no doubt. Effortless, but no doubt. Yeah, he was... Every word, every yeah. comma was very important in the yeah. script. And yeah, he, yeah, we, we questioned stuff and, and and he also wanted to make sure we weren't, you know, like he, he took the playing, a, you know, a, a gay man. He took it seriously. Yeah. Like he didn't, he didn't want it to be offensive uh, for the sake of, you know, yeah. causing a, you know... A, cheap or indulgent. A cheap laugh, yeah. yeah. And there was, a, there was a couple of lines where we, you know, we were like, well, is that too much? And is that... Um, so, yeah, but it's I think it's a really great performance. I mean, I said to him, I, I think Guy Ritchie will be on the phone within <laughs> minutes of this going to air. Um, he's, uh, he's great. That's and, true. And Ian just like absolutely just threw himself into it and is just uh, amazing. Um, Such a pro. He he really was. It was such a thrill. Like there's still times when it was pinching ourselves uh, on the. Um... Oh, I'm still pinching myself. <laughs> I can't believe it happened. <laughs> and the man you see on Grinder is not an actor. He, he it was Charlie. Our, uh, one of our crew. Uh, and uh, is he available? Yeah, I'm, uh, I think he's in a relationship. Okay. So let us know, Charlie, if you're not, because he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll see Emma Powell in. Uh, she's the waitress who um, does a great job. It's, it's a smaller cast. That one. It's just really. Um, uh, really, Emma in there, and the other date is um, is the sh- based on the Sean McAuliffe idea, uh, starring Peter Rosethorn, who's amazing. Like, really, you worked with Pete before on Captain yeah. Kim. You, you yeah. produced a, a couple of series yes. of Captain Kim, um, but this is like he's really kind of stripped down and, and like not relying on some of his you know usual, I guess, tricks and you know. Yeah, that's of the trade. very true. I know it's a really um, and. It's a very complicated role. It's a very complicated date. It might look complicated to watch, but there are layers and layers to it. So getting the performance right between the emotion and the comedy was really complicated, and he did an amazing job. Absolutely. And Heidi Volkenberg is, is somebody, and I, I think I've, I keep forgetting to mention it during a podcast. One of the lovely things that casting this was the amount of people we were able to put in from I Love You Too, yes. who had smaller roles yes. in I Love You Too. And we were able to give uh, some of them like bigger roles on the dates. And Heidi had a very small role in I Love You Too. She, yeah. uh, when Yvonne Strahovski's character walks into um, the office and she's there's after you know her boyfriend has hasn't been able to say I love you to her her and it, there's this reminders of love all around her as she yeah. makes her way to the office and she gets to the office finally and uh, Heidi Volkenberg's character is jumping up and down she's just been proposed to after seeing a guy for only a few weeks and and that but. It was more the audition that Heidi did that we remembered and thought she's extraordinary. She was improving and yeah. she even did a little bit of improv on, on, on It's a Date as well, which we kept in. But she, we just she's thought she's an extraordinary so actress. So good. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to keep using her in other things too. She's really, yeah, because again, it's the same for her role. Really complicated thing to pull off. Yeah. And she's had so much energy and yeah. she's really good. And we also used throughout the series Sally Ann Upton in last week's oh, yeah. episode. She was, she had a small role uh, on a miniature train in um, I Love You Too. Yes. Um, Ron Jacobson uh, oh, yeah, returned. Uh, Dave Lawson had a very yes. small role in I Love You Too. Uh, and there were some smaller roles like Stephen Gates, um, uh, Dom Phelan. Um, oh, yeah, that's uh, came right. Came back and did, did something for us. So, uh, Cindy, Cindy Waddingham. Was, yeah, Cindy yeah. Waddingham. Yeah. She's, she's great. Love Cindy. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was nice to be able to, you know, uh, do that. 
that and hopefully in series two we can even get some more I love you two alumni yeah. um, in there. <laughs> anyway, we have something to uh, for a bit, so we are going to let you enjoy uh, this episode, ABC, 9pm um, on Thursday. It is the finale. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. There's plenty to discuss after you watch it uh, where the podcast will be uh, available as the episode finishes. So we'll come back with Laura and uh, discuss it some more. Mm-hmm.